Lose the Cape Podcast, Episode 18. Welcome to the Lose the Cape Podcast, where we get real with busy moms and talk about how they survive their daily juggle. If you are a busy mom who believes in the idea of moms helping moms with tips, tools, and resources to survive, this is the podcast for you. Good morning, everybody. It's Alexa here, and I am just going to um, chat with you a little bit today. I don't have a guest scheduled. Um, We've been so busy working on the upcoming virtual summit for either writers, bloggers, virtual assistants, or anyone who has some type of um, digital business, basically. And anyone who's in business could benefit from all the topics we have going on with it. But we've been so busy doing all of our our interviews with our experts for that that I have not had time to pay much attention to the podcast. But I didn't want to go too long without putting something out there because obviously any of us who know any of us who are trying to build a business know that you have to consistently put content out there if you want to keep your audience. So I've been working on. Um, a project that I'm going to be putting out there, success habits, basically, um, things that you can do every morning to make your day go better. So I am, I figured I would just talk to you a little bit about that. And then when it's ready, you can check it out on the website um, in its completedness. But, you know, we've talked a lot about, obviously, our, our whole platform is tips, tools, and strategies, resources for busy moms. And that's all kinds of busy moms, working moms, work from home moms, stay at home moms, mom moms. We we're trying to get you covered, right? So I will admit that this one is probably geared a little bit more towards the um, work from home moms than anyone else, this particular project. But the information in it is so relevant for anyone who just wants to be able to get more done in their day. So take what you will and just realize that you can substitute in a lot of different concepts in here and still utilize these big these big objectives to be more productive in your day. So we've we've talked about the morning routine and how important it is to have a good morning routine for getting your kids out the door to school and all of that stuff. But what we didn't talk too much about is the elements of what you can do as a person to get your day going on a great start. You want to be able to really, um, you know, do do what you can so that you can be the most productive in a day, especially if you're a working mom. And I'm sorry, stay-at-home moms. I did that for a while, too, and I know that there's a lot going on. But we do have the advantage when we're staying at home of kind of setting our own schedule and, and making the time to get all of the things done that we need to get done uh, outside of work. But um, so especially for working moms and work from home moms, you know, you have this added responsibilities of all the work stuff that you have to get done in addition to being the CEO of your home. Now, if you're one of those moms who is a stay at home mom, but it's almost like you're working because you volunteer so much or you're always at your school or you're the classroom mom or you um, volunteer for nonprofits or whatnot. You're basically working without pay, so <laughs> I think that you can um, that you can benefit from this as well. Anyway, enough introduction for it. Let's talk about all the things that you can do every day so that you start off 
and you feel energized, you feel motivated, motivated, and you are ready to go instead of being frazzled, burned out, depressed, just craziness, just feeling like you're doing running in like, you know, that, you know, that nightmare where you're running and running and running, but you're not going anywhere because you're stuck in the sludge. I feel like that a lot. I felt like that a lot until I started just realizing that I really had to get my day organized better. And a lot of that starts off with how I get up in the morning. So the first thing that you want to do is get up earlier. I hate that I don't ever want to get up earlier. I love to sleep. I like to stay up late at night, and then I want to sleep in in the morning. But I have found that when I get up at 5 or 6 instead of 7 so that I can get some stuff done for me in the morning before I have all these other little people demanding things from me, it really helps. So you can set your alarm a little bit earlier. You don't have to go crazy like I do and set it two hours early unless you just have a lot of stuff you want to get done. But even 15, 20, 30 minutes earlier each day, you'll be surprised how much more you can get in. And um, and just having that quiet time for yourself makes such a big difference. So in order to do that, I had to come to terms that I have to go to bed earlier. So part two of step one, you know, getting off to a great start in that morning is going to bed earlier. And one thing that I've started doing that I really enjoy because I feel like it, it it knocks out several things in one go. I um, I get in bed not long after I put my kids to bed, actually. I do the things that I need to get done. If, if my husband and I have stuff to do, we do that. Then I get in bed and I read. Um, my husband is usually in bed already because he has to get up early in the morning. Sometimes he's also reading or he'll watch a TV show or sometimes we watch a movie together or whatnot, which goes against all rules of no screen time before bed, but whatever. Um, but I get in my bed and I and I take about 30 minutes to read and that way I love to read and there's so much I'm constantly trying to learn new stuff so that way I can I can knock out several things I get my reading time I get some downtime and some time for my brain to decompress I usually like to read fiction at night because then it's you know I'm not getting my brain all powered up and thinking about all the things that I can do with the with the nonfiction or the educational stuff that I'm learning it gives me a little bit of just time with my spouse even though we're doing different things we're in the bed right next to each other and we can you know pause or stop reading to talk about whatever and um so and then it helps me get up earlier so i i like that strategy if you're a reader or are always wanting to fit more time into your bed you know into your daily routine for reading i recommend this strategy so another thing you can do which isn't really effective when it's still dark when you have to get outside, <laughs> when you have to get up, if it's still dark outside when you have to get up, is to open your curtains. This works great in the summertime when the sun's coming up 5.30, 6 o'clock anyway. In the wintertime, probably not going to do you much difference unless you put a huge lamp outside your window or something. But you can open up your window um, curtains and that'll, that will uh, help light come in and get you up. So drink a glass of water. Sounds really kind of silly, but I can tell you that the mornings that I start off with the water, and if it's cold outside, what I like to do is um, boil some water or heat up some water in my little um, kettle, electric kettle, and I'll do um, half. I'll do half of an, a lemon, squeeze it into the hot water. Sometimes some honey or some stevia or something to sweeten it up, and I'll just I'll drink that glass of warm lemon water first thing in the morning. 
it makes such a big difference, I can't even tell you. I don't know if it's because I wake up dehydrated. I'm sure that's part of it. Wake up dehydrated, it gets me all hydrated and just ready to go. And then I have my coffee, and then I get my caffeine in. Um, another thing you can do is exercise. Even if it's only for 10 or 15 minutes, a quick yoga routine. I have a great 15-minute yoga routine that I love, and it's really relaxing, and it's not like one of those you know, just it helps me wake up. It's super soothing and just gets me moving and feeling great. So, you know, stretching, anything like that. I wouldn't get up and try and go for a 15-minute, you know, full speed ahead run or anything like that unless that's your thing. But you can do just a short walk or um, some yoga, some stretching, a little bit of light dancing, anything like that will help you get your brain going. Uh, if you're into the health food stuff, follow that with a nice big shake. Do some, some green smoothies or some Shakeology or some whatever else you are. I like the Arbonne protein shakes, you know, whatever it is that, that you want to drink. Go ahead and, and, and make that and have it. So the next step, we've already like done what we can do for our body to help us get off to a good step. The next step is what we can do for our soul, our inner being, our spirit, whatever, whatever you want to. Um, it, it really helps to do something for yourself, like some kind of gratitude, some type of maybe um, affirmations, listen to a self-motivation podcast or self-help. Um, do a Bible study, whatever you want to do, something like that really helps you with your getting your day going. Um, so, and this is all, all of the stuff you want to do before you try and, and get into your work or your children's routine and all of that so that you can really just like once you're ready to go physically and emotionally and mentally, you can, um, you know, just be prepared to deal with yourself uh, and your family as well. Okay, so, so far we have talked about the five or six things that you need to do in the morning to get off to a good start or the day before to get off to a good start. Step two was to feed your soul to do something in the morning that um, just centers you, mind and body, and um, helps you to look at the day positively and get on there. So we're moving into step three. So step three is putting together your overall energizing routine. It's important to note that not everything's going to work for everybody. Not everyone's going to be inspired by the same things. And as they say, one size doesn't fit all. But if you can help, if you can help yourself by creating a routine that helps you to center yourself, de-stress, power yourself up, and help you to be present in your day, um, you're going to just be so surprised with how great your day can be. So you really have to just make sure that um, you're not doing things that drain or distract you, and you are doing things that produce maximum energy, give you more confidence, and help you with your focus. So um, just some example of some very successful people and what they like to do in the morning. So the Apple um, CEO, Tim Cook, he likes to check his emails first 
But for me, this is really distracting and something that I try to hold off until later. So as you can see, for him, that's an energizing activity. For me, it's a distracting um it's a distracting activity. So you just have to center your energizing routine about what helps you. So um, Ariana Huffington, co-founder and editor-in-chief of the Huffington Post, she likes to do yoga and meditation first thing in the morning. That's more along the lines of the types of things that I like to do. I haven't started doing meditation yet, but it's on my list. I'll let you know how that goes. Then the Craigslist founder, Craig Newman, he likes to take care of customer complaints straight away in the morning. Uh, yeah, not on my list. I can see how for someone like him, it depends on where your focuses are. If that's something that's a mega issue and it's going to weigh down on him the rest of the day, great. That's why this is all about doing what makes you the most productive those first two hours of the morning. I'm going to say I don't like customer complaints. I haven't had any yet, <laughs> which is a sign of the different sizes of our business. Um, so who knows? Maybe when I start getting a lot of customer complaints, I'll want to deal with those right away. We'll see. Okay. So we talked about um, in, in step one, some essentials to um, to get you going straight off. And I think these are, generally speaking, really great for most people's routine. Um, almost every top entrepreneur has exercise in their top of their personal list. So if you're looking for something that you should add to your list for something to do straight away in the morning, add exercise. It seems that that's, I know for me, like even when I've been sitting around at my desk working for a while, if I stand up and take a walk or do some squats or push-ups or whatever, it just really frees up my brain and I start thinking more clearly. So my suggestion for six essentials, start your alarm earlier than usual, get up earlier the next day, um, or set your alarm earlier, I'm sorry, get up earlier the next day, open your curtains, drink a glass of water, exercise, and feed your soul and center yourself, which we have already talked about. Okay, so step four, stay away from things that drain your energy. You don't want to be draining your energy first thing in the morning. So if exercise is something that wears you down and all you want to do is sleep afterwards, maybe exercise is something you put in your evening routine. For me, um, it's a lose-lose situation, I guess, on the exercise because it does make me feel kind of tired. It wears me out for the day, but I'm too tired at the end of the day to exercise. So I have to figure out where it's going to work. Um, and mostly I found that if I just don't try to do like strenuous exercise, it's best for me to do it earlier in the day. So try to find a spot that's really relaxing for you. Um, and sit down and this sounds really woo woo, but bring your little pen and paper, your journal or whatever, sit down in your little corner that's comforting and relaxing and think about the most, um, distracting morning habits that you have. Uh, anything that makes you spend a bunch of time doing something that you didn't want to do or, um, not necessarily didn't want to do, but winds up wasting a lot of time, like checking your Facebook. I can, yeah, get so distracted on Facebook. So write down, um, the top three essentials of things that you really want to do. Choose an activity that inspires you and consider choosing one necessary chore that you hate the most 
and try getting that one out of the way first thing every day. So you can also choose an activity that stimulates creativity, like doing a a puzzle, Sudoku, or a crossword puzzle, walking your dog, um, tackling one of those chores, sitting outside in your garden and drinking your coffee, uh, doing mind mapping, you know, whatever is opening up your mind and helping you think. And then add another suggested um, morning activity that appeals to you. So it could be any of those things. Then subtract the most distracting activity from your daily routine. If you do all of those things, then you're well on your way to putting together your new energizing morning routine and then taking all of this information and putting it into practice. So this part, up until now, pretty much everything we've talked about could be applicable to anyone. Um, Anyone working from home, working out of the home, not working at all in the traditional sense or whatnot. This one is... um, well, could still be if you're if you're doing volunteer work or anything like that, where you have a dedicated workspace, say you like to sew or craft or anything like that, and that's part of your daily agenda, or whether you're working from home, um, or once you get into your office or whatnot, you're going to implement step five. So step five is to making sure that your workspace empowers you. So everything that we've talked up to. So far is about building personal energy and focus, creativity, clarity, energy, all of that good stuff. Um, now we're, we're moving into how your environment makes a difference. So if you do work from home, you want to separate your home space and your workspace. Um, doesn't matter where you do your work best, but you just want to make sure that you have um, a dedicated area to work that is distraction-free. So, you know, anything that might might uh cause you to go off gear i don't know whether to you know get rid of the tv in the room turn off your home phone whatever you need to do put your dog out whatever so make sure that your workspace inspires you you want to find a place that's um you know that that you feel good going to work at um if there's a bunch of clutter or things that are distracting and are not helping you be creative or energize you, then you want to get them out of your workplace. You want to make sure that you're comfortable. So make sure you have a good chair or ball or treadmill desk or whatever it may be. And another point um, is at the end of your workday, take time to organize things then so that when you first sit down at your desk in the morning, you're not worrying about trying to get everything organized. So tidy it all up at the end of the day and get everything ready for the next day. So our final step, step six, is to set yourself up for productivity. So we've already gotten our our mind in gear, our energy, our focus, everything. We've gotten our workspace in gear. Now we have to set ourselves up here. So we're going to focus on being productive rather than just busy. Okay, what does this even mean? Things that help us launch our day as productively as possible. So you can do that by um, by what I just mentioned, organizing at the end of the day, making sure everything is set up at the end of the day uh, behind you or yeah, so that when you come to your office, you're ready to go that day. 
focus on your top priorities for the day. What has to be done? Do you have any pressing deadlines? What's going to bring in income? Are you working on something that's actually going to pay you? Or are you just messing around doing some other stuff? And then those things that are actually going to harm you if you don't take care of that day. So um, keep a list of those priorities so that you can see them at all times so that those remain your focus as you're working through the day. Make sure that you have a good idea of what your time is worth so that you know when you're, if you start getting distracted or wasting time, you realize like how much money you are wasting. You want to make sure that you're spending the time on activities that you can directly sell or bill a client for. You want to make sure that you're spending your time uh, on activities that help you build relationships, generate leads, and build your brand. And you want to spend, um, Make sure that you're not doing uh, things that take away from that mission during your dedicated work time. So if there's a bunch, if you're spending a bunch of time um, piddling around doing stuff that that could be outsourced to someone else or automated or even left undone, work on trying to get those. Maybe hire a VA. Maybe um, outsource them some other way, and. Um, or just don't do them if you don't need to. If you do have a VA, you want to make sure that you're organized for that virtual assistant, that you've built in um, a block of time to make sure all of their tasks are good to go, that you can answer any questions, maybe even have a phone call with them, um, and keep keep time for them so that if they need help or have questions, you can you can spend a little time with them. Okay? So... Those are my suggested six tips for powering up and bringing um, more productivity to your day. Uh, I hope that they have been useful to you. I know that some are more useful to others based on whatever your circumstances and stage in life is. It's really hard to come up with something that can be applicable to all moms and um, because our situations are all obviously different. But again, like I said before, I think if you just look at the basic elements of this, if you look at just the trying to get organized ahead of time, trying to make sure that you have processes in place, and most importantly, making sure that you're spending the first hour or two of your day doing things to help you energize yourself and focus yourself and get ready for the rest of the day, I think you'll start to see some really great results. So I hope this information was useful to you. If you would like to go back to our website and grab um, the the whole thing, I'm going to have this whole presentation uh, either in PDF or PowerPoint presentation form for you. I haven't really decided... So I just appreciate you sticking through this with me today um, and hope again that you found something useful. So please join us at losethecape.com forward slash podcast for all of our show notes and other episodes and have a great and productive day.